everything has been like that. Everything. There was no company pay us attention for a laundry detergent, but there was an opportunity. We create our own brand. There was no company, and, and believe me, I contact, we contact the big ones, the small ones, and they all told us, it's a beautiful project, but we're not going to have our brand there. We like it, and okay. So we decide to create our own brand. So no, now I, I guess I have to buy a... A winery. A winery. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Product of a Dream, presented by Miami's Not America. I'm your host, Johnson, and we've got a real special episode for you today. With more and more groups doing beach cleanups, restaurants, and many other places banning plastic, and a more concerted effort to make this world a clean and better place, I wanted to talk to someone who's actually making a solid push to contribute to a better ecosystem. By my luck, I found two. I had the pleasure to speak with Pam and Mata, the founders of Verde Market down here in Miami. So if you hate plastic and love the earth, then this episode's for you. Check it out. So I am here with Pam and Marta from Verde Market. How are you, ladies? No, fine, thank you. Thank you for having us here. I, uh, absolutely. How was your weekends so far? Uh, very good. Good. Busy. Kind of busy. Oh my gosh. Busy for now, I brought you ladies here today because you guys are doing something very special, but I want the people to kind of get to know who you are first. So Pam, let's start with you. Thank you, thank you for, for having us here. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, uh, I'm Pamela, I'm Mexican, and well, I'm a person that basically, if you can define me as someone that likes to fix things. So when I see something that doesn't work, I am not waiting for anyone to help me. I'll just go get it, fix it, and make things happen. Right. So if you want to define something, I'm, I'm a, I think I'm, I'm a great executor, and I take responsibility for all my acts. Right. And that's basically who, how I am and how I like to make everything in my life. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Now, what was your upbringing like? How did you become this version of yourself? Not having an easy life. <laughs> so mm -hmm. when, when there's, when you don't have a lot of tools and you decide to go outside and you realize that you don't count with anyone but yourself and you're gonna make things happen. If with the, 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 the only time in my life that I was waiting for someone to help me, it took so long that I got desperate. And I say, this cannot be. My life cannot be like this. I need to fix it. Uh, the whole responsibility is in my hands. And I decided to just take responsibility of my life and I say okay it's not gonna be easy but it's gonna be my fault it's not gonna be anyone else's fault right. if this is not gonna happen it's because I didn't do things make happen or, or I don't know sorry for my English I always say this because no. uh, but basically taking responsibility of my acts that's um, I know having an easy life but I was tired of not of waiting for someone to fix my life right so and when did you realize that what are the things that kind of brought you to that moment where you had the epiphany that <laughs> if i don't do this for myself then no one's gonna do it for me well i think it was i mean i'm i think it was when my dad passed away so i realized i was like oopsie so in that moment everything fell down and i realized like wow the person that used to help me to save me to provide me was not there anymore. So I was expecting that someone else come and took care of me, but at that moment nobody did it. So I had to 
to focus on myself and to, to make responsible of myself. Mm -hmm. So I think that was a moment when I say, okay, right. now I have to, to start taking care of myself mm -hmm. and just myself because I was waiting for help. I, I really was like, hey, hey, can you help me? Can you help me? And obviously everybody has their own life. Mm -hmm. Everybody has to see fight for themselves. I think that if we all take care of ourselves, we're gonna be fine. Right. As long as you don't hurt anyone and you make things right, the only thing that you have to give back eventually are good things. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a, it's, it's a natural process. You take care of yourself. You don't wanna harm anyone else. You do the right thing, what is right for you. You take care of yourself. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm keep repeating this word. And then eventually you start giving it back, good things. So it's a positive cycle, you know, and, and I think that's it. And after you realized that, what was one of the first things that you did for yourself? I started working, mm -hmm. uh, drop college and say, okay, I cannot pay for this. What else can I do? Start working. And so what were you in school for? I was doing mass media and marketing okay. at the same time. Right. Yeah. So welcome back. Yeah. <laughs> in that sense. Yes, it feels like water right. for me. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. That's good. And Marta, what about you? Hey. So we know that you are from Colombia. Well, yes, now the I'm people from know. Colombia, from mm -hmm. Barranquilla. <laughs> and uh, I moved here. I, I started college in Colombia, mm -hmm. but I finished my college here in FIU. Okay. I transferred because actually my brother got kidnapped. So in Colombia, yeah, in Colombia. Mm -hmm. So I moved here for like security reasons. So I, I finished here in FIU and then I worked in logistics for basically all the time that I was here. In the meantime, I also tried doing several projects that didn't work. And then finally this project Verde did work. And what were some of those projects? Um, I did some cardboard chairs. A That's the first time I've heard that. Cardboard yes, it's chairs. some cardboard stools that you, you can uh, bend mm -hmm. and then you can take them with you. And that didn't work? <laughs> no, it no. didn't work. What? No. <laughs> Marta, Marta doesn't give credit for herself, but right. she's a person that cannot has a boss. Mm -hmm. She's a natural entrepreneur. Uh, I'm, a I'm a person that I always had a boss in my life, right. but not her. The last time that when we were starting Verde, mm -hmm. She was, we were worried because at the beginning it's very hard. And I, and she was like, oh my God, I'm going to have to find a job. <laughs> and she was sad and she was crying. Right. It's like, for me, it was normal. I have to go and work and I still have to work. Of course. And she was like, I'm going to have to find a work. It's like, hey, it's normal. No, I don't want a boss. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she will do anything, right. even creating a cardboard chair mm -hmm. in order to not have a boss. Oh and that's, that's the way she is. She's right. a natural entrepreneur. Right. She never... Like the worst thing that can happen to her is having a boss. Right. And Marta, <laughs> when did you realize that you had such an entrepreneurial spirit? Um, her, her boss the jumped first her. time my boss, yeah, I got in a fight with my boss and uh -huh. I was like, no, I can't have them telling me what to do because I think it limits your creativity. I, I agree. I don't know. Like I've never had an experience where they let you like fly. Mm -hmm. which is what I like about being your own boss. Right. That, that you can leave your creativity fly. Right. And I mean, that's, that's my passion, like, mm -hmm. to let your creativity flow. Right. I love it. And how did you guys meet? Because you guys are from two different countries, but you guys had to come together Very at some point. Very funny. Mm -hmm. 
uh, I was with one of my best friends in in actually in in a pizza shop in right. in Brickell, and her friend heard us talking, and her, our accent uh, called her attention because she was watching like a soap opera from Colombia, right. and her friend started talking to us, and we that's how we met, and then my brother. She was like, I work at this place. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, my God, my brother works there. <laughs> Which place is this? A bank. A bank. Uh, <laughs> that's what yeah. I do. Money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because she's now a private banker. Right. <laughs> and so obviously you guys became friends. And at some point you guys realized that you had some similar interests. And yes. similar interests enough where you guys come up with this amazing idea called Verde. So please tell us what Verde is and how that idea came together. Mm, you yeah. can start. Okay, well, Verde is a place where basically you can, it's a solution. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the only real solution in, in Miami to eliminate waste and to reduce the amount of waste that we are producing. It's basically a space, a store, where you can bring your, all your containers, refill them, and reuse them as many years as possible. Right. So it's a very, very basic idea, but it brings a fantastic solution right. for a problem that now we're living. And when did you guys realize that you were passionate about solving this problem? It's been a process. Yes, it's right? been a process because um, we started with the bar soaps mm -hmm. because I'm obsessed with soap because my grandfather used to have a a factory in Colombia right. where he made soap. So I'm like obsessed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so but that's a good thing to yeah. be obsessed with at least good hygiene and things like she that. She wants to be like their grandparents. Uh, like yeah, because he started from zero <laughs> and he had a very, right. uh, a very he made a good company. Mm -hmm. So it, we started selling bar soaps in Wynwood and then we were we, we were like, oh my God, all the laundry jugs we throw to the garbage can. Right. And how long ago was this at the same time? Uh, it, no, it, it was a long time ago, maybe like yes. four years ago. Yeah, yeah maybe the, like four years that ago. That we realized because every week we were throwing away or juice, juice jocks away. The, the laundry detergent. The laundry detergent. The yogurt. The milk. The uh, yogurt. Like, I mean, her, her kitchen cabinet, you open the cabinet and like, <laughs> like a hundred yogurt right. things fell. Mm -hmm. Because I used to keep them. She because was hoarding them. And I was like, Pamela, what are you doing with all this plastic stuff? Why are you keeping them? And she was like, I'm going to make an art. I'm going to make, make something. something. Right. <laughs> it's I, too I, much. I, I have to figure out what right. to do with them. I cannot be throwing them away. Mm -hmm. And then what did you end up using them for? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing there was nothing to do, do with them. them. Right. Exactly. I was planning to do a sofa. Mm -hmm. or, uh, like Something. So, but right. there were tons of them. Right. So there was nothing else to do with like, them. And I was like, I'm going to the to the shoot to throw my garbage mm -hmm. like once or twice a week. Where is because it going? Every, where is it going? Right. And then that's when I started Googling. Mm -hmm. And she started Googling and we were like, oh my God, what are we doing? So what did you guys find out in that moment? That recycling is a myth. Recycling ten, t takes tons of water, energy. It's very, very difficult, very... Uh, expensive because you need a lot of people involved on because it. Because everything needs to be clean. Like, for example, the bottle of water, you need to remove every single label. If you throw a plastic bottle of oil, you need to clean the oil mm -hmm. that's inside. Otherwise, it can't be recycled. Mm -hmm. And then if it's ever recycled, whatever you can do are basically like favors or toys or... And you can recycle like two times, three times, like two times. Maximum? And, and yeah. Yes, that's for it. For one product? Yes. Yes. Oh. 
And then it's what? Not that you can recycle it forever. Right. Like no. one until uh, no, it's not a repeating oh, process. Oh, that's so interesting because literally, the way I guess recycling is presented to the world is that if you save this, then you could use it how many times you want. Like <laughs> if it was magic. Right. Yes. And exactly. you think you're throwing it in the blue bin and mm -hmm. you're doing great, and then nothing's gonna happen. No, it ends up in landfills and oceans. Like every two seconds, a container load of plastic and trash goes into our ocean. Right. And there's nothing else they do with it. Mm -hmm. So it was terrifying. Right. And I, and then that's when we started thinking. And then we thought, oh my God, imagine a place where you could go and refill your laundry. And just keep reusing mm -hmm. the same job. We were right. like, oh my God, this is so logic. Mm -hmm. we Why don't we do it? Why don't we do it? Right. But then, because we were going to start with the soaps, but then we were like, oh no, we're not going to make it with soaps only. Mm -hmm. So we added oils honey, uh, nut butters, some superfoods. Mm. Like right now we have a lot more items that we, when we started. And we keep adding items. Because as customers keep requesting, we try to keep adding. And what are some of the successful products that you guys have? Laundry detergent, right? Is the yes, most successful product. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. And do you guys make your own products? No, 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 okay. no, no. We are, we already have a lot of things. Right. To start well, doing. It's, it's our brand. Right. It's our it's own brand. Our brand. But because we are not literally mm -hmm. mixing the. No. No. But we redo the, all the whole research and development of the formula. We, we test it on us. We test it on our clothes. Right. Uh, we make sure it was working at the point that we like it. Mm -hmm. So all the products that are there has been tested like at least before, like for six months in our own house, in our own bodies, right. eating them, trying them. That's, that's the way we develop yeah. and mm -hmm. do the research with, with, the, with the companies that sometimes they pay us attention. Right. Now, with, I guess, all the things that you guys have in the store, you guys not only have laundry detergents and soap, but you guys also have foods like honey and the different nuts and things like that. Does this kind of change your way of eating and your diet at the same time as well? Totally. Absolutely. Totally, totally. It has changed completely. For example, I used to get uh, orange juice in a, in, in a jar. Uh, no, uh, carrot juice. Carrot juice. I cannot drink that anymore if I don't have the time to go and find the carrots without a plastic bag and make it for myself. Right. She used to do the orange juice in a jar. Yeah, the jugs. Mm -hmm. And, for example, when I realized how long did my almond milk from the supermarket, the commercial almond milk, used to last in my fridge like two months. What? And it was and perfect. It go right. bad. And it doesn't go bad. And when we start offering at the store almond milk, and it didn't last more than four or five days, awesome. I was like, what does the almond milk from the supermarket has that it make it last for two months? Right. And I was not that involved into ingredients and all that thing that are now trending. So I turned down, uh, turn around the bottle, and I read gum, 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 gum. I was like, I want almond milk, no gum milk. Right. So <laughs> all the different yeah. chemicals that they're putting into it to make it last longer. Exactly. You, you think, okay, I'm drinking almond milk. This could possibly better be a better solution than whole milk. But then at the same time, all the additives that's put into yeah. it is also not good for our bodies as well. So yeah. we stopped drinking almond milk mm -hmm. of, of of the supermarket, and we try to find a better solution. So right. now at the store, you can go and make your own almond milk in and seven minutes. It's ready, and just one, and just two products: water and almonds. Yeah. It just lasts seven days, but it's so delicious right. that it won't last more than three days in your house. And so how did, how is it made? Is there a machine that you guys kind of just combine everything into? Yes, yes. yes. Mm. You just put the nuts, yeah. you grind them, and it's a very powerful machine. Right. 
and it and you put water and that's it. And what other things can people make at Verde food wise? Uh, we have nut butters. Mm-hmm. And you the nut butters you nut can mix butters. them. Mm-hmm. You can mix them. You can add cacao nibs or coconut or even mix, for example, if you want to make almonds and peanut. Right. You can do that also. Or almonds and cashews. Or That's being a, cashews. a good one. Yes. Uh, you, you, you can customize your hand soap, for example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can choose whichever scent you want. What are your, some of your guys' favorite scents? Mm. Mine is lemon bourbon. We also have serendipity that's pretty popular. I yes. smelled serendipity yeah. the last yeah. time. I was like, serendipity smells good. Yes. Yeah. Serendipity, lavender. Lavender. We have uh, like 12 cents. Mm-hmm. There was something else too. I can't remember, but I have it in my bathroom. The dish, I know. It was oatmeal. Ah, ah that's like the yes. soap. Milks and yes. honey mm-hmm. soap. Yes. Oh, yes. That's a that's bestseller a also. Yes. I love the oatmeal. Yeah. Um, and you guys also have wine. Yes. So and how beer. did the wine. And beer. And beer. How did yeah. that get started? Ay, ay, ay. My second problem after the laundry detergent mm-hmm. jugs were the wine bottles. Really? <laughs> yes, I'm a, love, uh, a wine lover person. And I had so many bottles of wine. It's like, what else am I going to do? At one point, we start to try to do uh, candles. But everything takes, takes a lot of time. Of, of time of time like yeah, you know we to, trying, cut like, the to cut, cut the to cut bottle. the bottle i never got to that point to be able to cut a bottle of wine uh so again i say okay there should be a place to refill it it hasn't been easy the alcohol business in at least in florida uh, that's what i know and i can talk to about it's it's very manipulated in terms there's always and i don't know why here in, Okay, there's, there's like a middle person, a distributor. And that business, what we are doing, the, biz, the well, beer and wine, uh, it's planned for restaurants. So basically, the kegerators are planned for a restaurant to sell the glass at $10 because they refill your, just your glass. So when you try to sell a bottle for $40, basically, because you can get four glasses from a bottle, I cannot sell a bottle for $40. Right. Not refilling. The, the kegs are priced for restaurants. Exactly. They're going to make a huge margin of on course. the keg. And but then for us, it doesn't make sense. Mm. So, so that's how that project is going right now. So <laughs> all this, all this, everything has been like that. Everything. There was no company pay us attention for a laundry detergent, but there was an opportunity. We create our own brand. Mm-hmm. There was no company, and, and believe me, I contact we contact the big ones, the small ones, and they all told us it's a beautiful project. But we're not going to have our brand there. We like it, and okay. So we decide to create our own brand. So no, now I, I guess I have to buy a a winery. A winery. <laughs> <laughs> to be well, able to offer the wines. <laughs> why are Why are these large companies so reluctant to work with you guys when you guys are doing such an amazing thing? Do they see you guys as a threat, possibly, or maybe in the future that could happen? Logistically, it's it's difficult. it's difficult. I mean, they have their brands, which is like kind of difficult to expose a brand when you're doing bulk. When you're doing bulk, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I it's something that I I don't understand yet. I guess their business models are are different, right? Yeah, we have never questioned why. I want. I hope they keep doing what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So I can keep doing what I'm doing. Exactly. So for me, 
I don't know why. I don't care. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing that I think is the right thing to do. And what are some other challenges that you guys face? Oh, everything. Can you imagine asking a person to change completely their habits that they their habits in their life or how they consume? Right. So the first I challenge think that is our greatest challenge because it's, people need to change how they consume. It's very easy if you run out of laundry and you're in your car, you just um, go to Publix and get a jug of, of laundry. With our new system, you need to think before, you need to be ready to plan, to plan ahead mm -hmm. because you need to get your jug, have it in your car, go to Verde and refill it. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, and, and nowadays, like everything is about convenience. Yes. We're addicted. Everything yeah. wants, uh -huh. yes. We Everybody wants to be a, right. a potato couch in their house and have everything being delivered. Right. <laughs> They're not thinking about all, all the carbon footprint that that's creating. I mean, every single thing that is shipped to your house, it probably is wrapped in plastic. Even even the cardboard is also like. Yes, yes, it is. W w you, you think because it's paper, it's fine? No. Right. It's trees. Not, it's trees it's that trees. are. Mm -hmm. Yep. And that's basically it. Convenience basically is our worst enemy. <laughs> yes, that's the biggest challenge. And but then again, I think this store also offers something additional as refilling, and it's the human contact mm -hmm. that we offer because you are not going like to a place like everybody that goes there. They can stay talking to us forever. Right. <laughs> I stayed talking to you guys forever, I felt like, and that's why we're here today. And I want to thank you guys for that as well, too. People don't talk anymore. People don't right. th everybody is, like, texting, Instagramming, <laughs> messaging, and right. there's no, no human touch. And I think we are also offering that. And that goes back to the convenience thing, mm -hmm. too, right? Where it's kind of, how can I communicate with you with being as lazy as possible? We are fully disconnected. Fully disconnected from each other. Get it getting more and more disconnected from our earth uh so when you are able to connect to another human being listening for us is listening up maybe not for more deeping needs but like their their daily needs so they can come and tell us hey guys i need this i need this i need this i know i'm very superficial but nobody else is listening have you tried to tell one of the big brands hey i need this Thank you, and there's a, an automatic response or whatever, you know? So we, that's something that Marta has bring up a lot to our conversation. It's like we offer a place where we communicate with people. Yeah, because and everybody else is going, we're going like in the opposite direction. Everybody is installing self-service cashiers. Mm -hmm. We are having more people <laughs> working in the store. Right. So that people yeah. can connect. I think it's very important. We're doing what no one else is doing. Yes. And that's giving back to the community. Exactly. Yes. Right. yes. We're getting connected. Because I believe, mm -hmm. yes, I believe we need to connect more with each other and create a community. Right. Because I think technology is disconnecting us all. And Even though it connects us, it's dis it yeah, disconnects. It's, it's great at one point. But, but like overdoing it is crazy. Yes. Right. Yes. Now, with the challenges that you guys have, especially pertaining to convenience, do you feel like your Verde community is growing? Totally, day by day, mm -hmm. every yes. day we have one new customer. Right. And for me, that's, that's a, a brownie point because one person at a day, and that's how we started. I want yeah. one person at a day to be, and I want to be able to reach one person, one new person at a day and tell them they can make things different. Because once I tell you that you can make things different, 
Next time you buy the same jug, you're gonna question yourself, can I improve how am I doing this? Like, is this really the only way to do it? It used to be the only way to do it. But when you tell them, hey, guess what? You have an option. People, it clicks in. And it's gonna take maybe two or three times. But it's gonna click in and they're gonna keep questioning themselves if they can do things better. All right. Yeah. What, what are some of the companies or I guess people within uh, the sustainable world that inspire you guys to keep pushing forward? <laughs> Uh, hmm. Because you guys are inspiring people. Yeah, but people inspire us back. Right. It's it's very it's very the the the, the way I redefine success nowadays is when there's one person telling us thank you. Yes, like that's what keeps, for example, me going. Like it's every single our clients, our clients, our clients inspire us. When they go us. and refill, whenever I get a person coming from for Lauderdale to the store to refill. Or these people I mean, that came because... How are we going to stop? We need to keep going. Or and I wish we could open like in every single neighborhood like to make their lives a little bit easier. It's our clients. It's they, our clients they come basically. with huge boxes and they're keeping everything like the way I was doing and they're looking for a product to refill it. So, uh, what else do you have? Yeah. It's like, what else do you want? Right. So it's, it's basically our, our, our customers. Our customers. Yes. What's not in the store now that you guys want to see in the store in the future? Because I heard there's animal food and baby food. No, hey. I wish I could have. Uh, uh, well, there's some dog treats, but we haven't okay. been able to get like like their daily food for right. food. Daily food. Uh, that yeah. would be great. Mm -hmm. I've been trying to get it, but w w I would love to have produce, but we need more. And I want to have <laughs> I want to have uh, chicken and fish. For people that are not vegan, but you guys haven't considered growing your own farm. Yes, that's what I was thinking. We yeah. we are par we are partnering, partnering with a excellent project with a farm that it's called Empower Farms, and we're already working in a deal. We have we're gonna get our own chickens, chickens. Okay. and he's gonna take care of them. So, so we are we're on a so we can offer eggs, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so that we can offer local eggs, yeah. But right. like everything is a hassle because. We had to have to start everything from scratch. Right. Everything from scratch. What do you guys need? Money. Money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's the only thing I need. Right. That's, I mean, I think that's the problem of everyone, right? right? Yeah. But that's what I know how to do. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I do. I, I make money. I manage money. I'm used to manage money of people. So that's that's not a problem. That My father told me, don't let money stop you. Right. And it's just a thing. It's money. And for me, time to raise the money mm -hmm. because the money is outside there mm -hmm. i mean ask all this uh, ask we work i mean 40 billion dollars and there were people willing to give it to them mm -hmm. so there's tons of money and it's so cheap right now so it's not my problem it, the problem is for me it's time to raise the money right and then put it to work and give return to all these people that want that want to believe in us and trust in the project it's time it's time for now i we cannot have or i personally cannot uh, drop what I do 100% I'm afraid mm -hmm. because that's all I I'm afraid of of dropping the bank and jump completely into this business and, and, and the bills and what, if, and what if people don't change their habit that fast right. you know and what if people keep uh, requesting more and more returns so I'm, I'm kind of afraid so it's 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 time and it's being a little bit more brave and a little bit more of clients right but aside from, I guess, the farm and the farm project that you guys have in the works, 
Are there investors coming to you about possibly franchising, Verde? Franchising is super expensive, but yes, we do have a project, but I don't know if it's, uh, yes. Yes, there's a lot of people that have come to us and tell us we want to invest. Uh, we have just knocked like two doors so far. Yeah, and, and it's a process. I think we need to be ready to, do, to go to that step. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're opening our second store. Um, I personally want to see how it goes. Where's the second store going to be located? It's going to be in South Miami, Sunset and Red Road. Okay, and then when does it open? I yeah, hope right. in 15 days. Exactly. Okay. Oh, so that's soon. Yeah. What? But it took us like four months. Right. That's the thing that people don't see is the hard work that goes behind. Yeah. Oh. And all mm -hmm. the and dealing with all the stress, you know, because the rents are are there and the expenses Star. are there. Yeah. And you cannot open because the city takes one week to check one little project. Mm -hmm. I mean, we did a wall and we did some plumbing and it took three months for them to give us a master plan, the city approval. So it's, it's ridiculous. Right. That's, that that yeah. has to be changed. I mean, but whatever. If they don't change, well, mm -hmm. we got to get used to it and keep right. doing what we know how, how to do. Now, what are some of, I guess, the most favorite products that your family members like? Or some of the products that you guys like keeping in the household? My, well, my mother loves the conditioner. And my mom loves the body lotion. Mm. It's, yeah, there's no time. Are. Can you bring me a body lotion? Can me bring me <laughs> some body lotion? Yeah, they are like obsessed. And teas. My mom also loves our teas. Do you guys <laughs> have a favorite tea? I probably love the chai. Mm. And I love coffee. Yeah. I, I have everything in the store. We have it in the house. And right. I, I don't get tired of using it. Right. Yeah. Now, do you guys kind of, with the coffee, I guess, do you have like natural creamers and stuff like that in the store as well? No. no. Ooh. Well, that's a good idea. That's a that good idea. <laughs> you, guys yeah, could, yeah. you guys could try that in the new store. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. There's so much. There's, there's so, so much to try to to have. Like, yes. So yeah. The many. goal is to have everything on package. Right. Everything. Yeah. You can refill everything. Mm -hmm. Should be the only way. Right. Or at, at least it should be an option. With the glass jars, how do you how do you, do you guys manufacture the glass jars yourself, or do you guys get them from no. elsewhere? No, they are simple mason jars. Mm -hmm. And do you guys have a favorite company that you guys like to work with? I think the company that produces the the laundry detergents for us, yeah, they've been fantastic. Yes, right. they've been willing to help us and do and help us and coach us on how the formula has to be because obviously you go out there and tell them I want it natural. It's like yeah, huh? Right. Well, natural. Yeah, how? Been, and they, yeah, they. Been they they are super nice. Yes. So we we send the the drums back for refill. Yes. It's amazing. They take our mm -hmm. our drums back. And yeah. there's a picture on Instagram, if I'm not mistaken, of you guys kind of refilling the huge drums and stuff like that. Exactly. How does that process work? Because those drums are huge. Do you guys get help as it pertains to like when it gets time to refill and then putting them onto the truck and things like that? We've, we've been getting strong. Because <laughs> I saw that picture and I was like, oh my God, like I don't even know if I would be able to carry those things myself. No, when they are full of soap, mm -hmm. you can't. Right. You can't. We have a special dolly mm -hmm. and and then and then we the, stack them in the yeah. house. Right. Until when we they're get empty, we stack them in the house until we have like several together so we can send them in one pallet. But it took freight. us a while because mm -hmm. we don't mm -hmm. we don't transfer that cost to right. the public. Okay. To, so yeah, our, to our customers, right. the the cost of sending all those drums back, mm -hmm. it's been fully 
from our pockets to send it back. And it took us a while until we could get a good quote to send them back because it was getting more expensive to send them back to refill just the shipping right. than, than keeping it, that, that not doing it. Mm-hmm. So, so finally we got a good quote and we were able to send. And now we are getting, because we need at least to have like 10? Yeah, like 10 barrels to put them together and send them so that it makes sense to send them back. Right. Now, what's one thing that you guys want your customers to know before we get out of here? That they have an option to, do, to, to, buy, to buy. And they can do the right thing if they want to, just to slow down a little bit. Slow down, change their habits. It's really easy, honestly. And yeah, she, you, you make it like a way of life. You just like you get have your jars nice, and go there. What? You have a nice, uh, you used to say to people, and that I like it a lot, I'm going to steal it from her. What? Like think on the long term of your actions because we keep thinking about today and that's what it's convenience, you know. I don't care what's going to happen next. So when you think on the long term of your decisions, you may realize that you have to make it different that you have to take another option to, to make it last longer. So she used to say that, and I love it. Think yes. on the long term uh, of consequences short. of your decisions. Of your acts. Yeah. Pamela and Marta, thank you so <laughs> much for telling me about so many things that I didn't know. And I'm sure that there's a lot of people who are going to take from this episode. And what's going to be most important for me is that people actually start going to Verde more and start changing their lifestyle instead of thinking what may be more convenient for me. How could I possibly help make the earth a better place? Thank you. So thank thank you you ladies for joining me today. And I wish you guys the best of success in whatever else comes next, especially the new store. Same to you. (laughs) Thank you so so much much for having us. Absolutely. (laughs) A big thank you to Pam and Mata. And thanks for listening, guys. Be sure to subscribe to Product of a Dream on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. And be sure to follow Miami's Not America on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time, I'm Johnson Francois, and this is Product of a Dream.